Hi, this is Oliver Giorgio. I play Finnick Fleetfoot uh, in Caverns and Comedians, which you are listening to right now. Uh, thank you, by the way. Uh, so I've been told recently uh, that uh, Finnick is not quote-worthy enough. Uh, thus, Finnick is on the hunt for a catchphrase. Uh, so I just want to thank the people who sent in catchphrases to hashtag catch Finnick, um, which include Carmine, Joseph, uh, our own Balgor, John, Rob, and an accidental submission from Italy, uh, along with Scott and Maddox, our own uh, two players. So uh, you may hear me toss in a bad line throughout the uh, this episode. That is why. <laughs> uh, if you like one, uh, tweet at us, at CavernsPod, and let us know which one you like best. Welcome to Caverns and Comedians, Dungeons and Dragons-powered storytelling with Toronto Comedians. Last time. The party is trying to find a way back to the city when a stranger offers them a ride. The party has just been pointed in the direction of a human city worker standing beside the Trudeau City Works chariot. Yeah, you guys need a lift? I'm, I'm heading downtown. Uh, do, we, do we know you? No, I mean, I just, I'm heading that way. If you guys need a lift, I can take you there. My name is Hank. I, I work for the city. Well, I, I used to work for the city. Uh, I'm getting laid off, so I just got to bring the the chariot back. So we I'm asked going for down. a ride, not your life story. I'm just saying, I'm going to the depot. It's right downtown, if that's where you guys want to go. Uh, we probably shouldn't go to a city depot. Just putting that out there. Maybe we can take a detour. Would you be okay with that? I can drop you anywhere downtown. I'm going right to downtown. Like anywhere. What's your angle? He's a human. Don't trust him. Mm-hmm. If I travel with you guys, I can take the carpool lane way faster. Check your human size privilege. <laughs> That's on the that list. seems deeply out of left field. What are you talking about? Huh? Oh, I'm. Uh, oh, I'm. am just trying to. I'm trying out new catchphrases. Yeah. Don't do that to what? me. I'm a stranger. That's weird. Don't. Don't just shout catchphrases at me. Catchphrases are stupid. By the way, I'm immune to diseases. <laughs> Okay, so uh, you don't mind giving us a ride? Yeah, I don't mind, but I'm going right now. Don't like, don't okay, accuse guys. me of being sneaky. I just getting. Don't don't mind him. He's eaten some bad food. Well, what do you mean accuse you of being sneaky? Where did that come from? Hmm? Look, somebody accused you of being I'm sneaky. I'm going right now. Are you being sneaky? You can get. You work for the city. He works for the city. Finnick, just get in the car. We need a ride. Or you could not. I'm willing to go for a ride with strange men. Yes, but you're immune to diseases, as we know. Yes. I'm I'm going to go now. Come on, little one. Let's go, Finnick. Oh, Finnick, yes, that's it. <laughs> All right, I'll get in the car. I can get inside anything. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that actually is a good... I think that has legs. <laughs> I think that one's got legs. Great. <laughs> Hank gets inside his chariot and begins slowly inching away, just expecting them to get in on their own. Agata gets into the chariot uh, while shooting daggers at Finnick with her eyes, not literal <laughs> daggers. Uh, Finnick dodges her daggers and, uh, <laughs> and then just hangs onto the back of the chariot. Fook picks up Steve and climbs in with Steve on his shoulder. Can't he just go away for a while? You don't have to really pick him up or anything? Oh, yes, absolutely. But why would I want to? Mm. I actually like him too, so cool. Steve, you've got the seal of approval. Hi, Steve. 
He seems nice. I like the dog. He is nice. I'm still not sure about you. Okay. I, I just want to be real clear about one thing. Is you guys are way more suspicious than me right now. Like, in terms... I, I offered you a ride to downtown, and you guys assumed I was up to something, which made me think, why are people up to getting stuff from you? Oh, I thought you were just coming on to me. To be fair, I, I didn't assume you were up to something. He did. She points at Finnick. We can toss him out the back if it doesn't work for you. There's a whole lot of fast food trays back here. Like, don't throw people out of my moving me- vehicle. That's sound weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it does. Right. Maybe I want to get your tongue out of your way, eh? And yeah. tongues. Yeah. Sorry, I got I got some sewer water up in there. <laughs> oh, been there. Yeah. Done that. Yeah, I was I was fixing some of the lines for the city under under the tank tank. Got yeah. to be difficult with so many uh, people dead down there. What uh, what lines were you fixing for the city? Uh, you know, the wire line, the ley lines, uh, some of the arcane lines, arcana, that sort of thing. Wait, they have arcana lines? Oh, yeah. It's like where magic goes through? Yeah. You to- can adjust ley lines? Oh, yeah. You, you got to keep them maintained. To be fair, you can lay anything. But dumb, dumb, sure. I don't know. That uh, sounds like that was an innuendo, but I, I don't, don't know. know. I don't understand innuendos. Yeah. Maybe it was a catchphrase. People shouldn't say catchphrases. <laughs> that's not that's not a thing human beings do to each other. Oh well, I'm not a human being. Uh, check your human privilege. <laughs> really, really, <laughs> I gotta smack Finnick upside the head. <laughs> I'll take that as flirting. <laughs> Hank Brody pulls away in his blue utilitarian. He's got a nice big flatbed in there that gives you spaces to sit amongst his various tools and hoses and other equipment. He gets on to the, the parkway, which is just a road that the city has cut through what was once a beautiful park. And it is very busy because there are no mass transit solutions to get down because the spider paths are quite literally spider infested. Though you do see some little gnomes flying through the air as they take fling transit. Ooh. I think you guys should be real glad you didn't take the fling. I hear a lot of people get hurt with that. You got the hospital just filling up with gnomes. It's like half gnomes in the hospital now. Well, speaking of a little hurt, we're bleeding all over the place back here, so I'm just going to rest up a little. Uh, Hey, Hank, uh, you said you were being laid off. Why is that? Why? What happened? It's just like the city, you know, they keep on switching to... um, There's different unions you can pick from, and like I'm with the, you know, 416 United. And but now they're going to Cobals, and they're going to a lot of like the goblins, and they got all these different unions. They bring those guys in. I I don't trust them personally. Why are they so divided by race? I don't know. It just seems to be the way they is. They they group all the goblins and the Cobals together. They don't let anyone in. Are you one of those make Tudo great people? No. Are you one of those people? No, I'm just saying my personal job requires either human. We got humans. We got elves. Why uh, can't Cobal do it just as well? They they're fine. I just I mean. It's just they seem to be taking jobs away. Wow. All right. I'm just, I'm not, they'll do it fine. It's just, I feel like it's weird. I don't weird. like you anymore, Hank. It's weird that they're going exclusively to Cobalt. I didn't in the first place, no, but they I used, don't right they now. They used to use us all. They used to use everybody. Finnick, would you stop yelling from the back of the car like that? <laughs> uh, Finnick, is, uh, Finnick is in the back window, thus speaking as softly as he is. Oh, sorry. Hello, little one. Hi. There's one time I even saw a tiefling down there, and that's weird, right? Well, you'd be surprised how often you can see a tiefling in the sewers. 
Anyway. Uh, so, book, Finnick, where do you guys want to go now? Should we go back to Coney's, get him to drop us off there? Why don't we cash this check? Didn't we? I thought we gave that back. We didn't give it back. Oh, no, we just showed them the information. We didn't let them have it. Oh, you guys got you guys got a paycheck? You guys got some steady work? Yes. Of a sort, you could call it that. I may have just mentioned that I'm, I'm currently looking for new employment. Oh, great. Well, I hope you find it. If you if you're hiring. Oh, uh, no, nope. I don't know. No. Nope. Yeah, we uh, we we are a very diverse group, and uh, you know. I mean, I'm fully certified with my W six. Mm. But not so much hiring as um, sharing, profit sharing. Essentially, yes. Uh, one of us did die recently, so there is an opening, I guess. But we don't want to pay someone. I mean, just is is the is the money to be had? Well, yes. There's there's rewards to be had. Okay, you know, there's something I can do while I'm looking. Look at know? this! One of the rewards I got was this bag. What? Don't look inside. No, don't look inside. Don't look inside. Don't look inside. Look inside. No, don't look inside. Do it. Don't look inside. Hank opens it up, sticks his head in, inhales deeply. Oh, that's some decent. That's some decent poop. Thank you. I eat a lot of bran. Yeah, no, like you you smell real healthy. I, I I've worked in the sewers, mm. so I'm actually very used to that smell. I really don't like this guy. And I actually found yeah, that's 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 a real potent but uh, a r- aromatic scent. I love this guy. You got. So where do you want to go? I already asked this, but then we got distracted by the bag of pooping. Well, I was thinking about it, and uh, that place back there, we could use that as a home base. I mean, who else is going to take over that building? We have the key to it. Okay, but where are we going now? Do we want to go talk to Coney? Why don't we turn in this chit thing that I found in our bag? Are you talking about the check again? No, th- this chit thing for cleaning windows. Oh, oh you guys... Oh. Yes, they clean windows, apparently. Oh, yeah, window cleaners. Mm, well, oh, we We're currently, uh... uh um, shirking duties. Oh, well, it says that they'll pay you on uh, submitting a proof that it is done, and someone has signed. Oh, okay. Do we want to get paid then? Um, okay. Uh, one second. He, uh, Finnick, um, goes up beside Ag- Agata and speaks to her privately. Um, you do realize that the city is looking for us right now and will kill us on sight. Yes, but I didn't say we would go in to cash the chit. We could send in Fook. Or Hank with the chit. They don't know them. Oh. Okay. See, I was thinking. They whisper a lot. Yeah, don't mind them. He's in love with her and she's, I don't know, human. Mm, no assumptions. Traffic is so bad it takes you over an hour to get back downtown. So you have a chance to sort of lie back and continue this vigorous discussion. But as you pull off the sort of parkway back onto the regular city streets, you notice, Hank, that there is what appears to be a roadblock up at a cross junction. And there are several nastier-than-normal-looking guards at it. And they're stopping people. There is big, big traffic jam because of this. Uh-oh. Uh, what? You got... I... Are you guys wanted by the gods? Uh, the gods? Gods. I'm pretty much wanted by everybody. Yes, we know you're immune to diseases. To answer your question, Hank, possibly? 
I don't know any gods personally, but probably. Can Not I use gods. this dental floss to tie off this artery? Uh, I mean, go ahead. Thank I, you. At the very least, Helm would be on our side still, no? He's not talking gods. He's talking guards. Oh. Those mean people up ahead. Oh, yeah, yeah, Um, We probably shouldn't get seen. Oh, we should be fine. I'm a knight of this realm or some other one, I guess. I mean, if you guys... I mean, I don't know if I want to be aiding and abetting or nothing. No, it's a little premature to be abetting us. Uh, but you could just get under the, all the tubes. Hank, if I can make our case, to be fair, there's some more shady business going on, and we're trying to uh, hopefully set some things right, so your help would be appreciated. I gotta crawl under the tubes. Hmm, looks tight down there, but I can get into anything. Why don't you just disguise yourself? Oh, yeah. Yes. Finnick pulls out his disguises kit and uh, disguises himself as a little boy. All right, so just like get in the back under the tubes and be real quiet. But I'm a little boy. I'm your son. Sure. Stay in the back, though. <laughs> that's how you would treat your son? Yeah. That's how I treat Luke. Oh, I have I don't some wanna, daddy I don't, issues. I, I will have daddy issues for the next front. little while. He, he, he fiddles with the dials. I wait. had children once. Wait, you have another son? I, I have a real son. You have a double life? Not double, it's my life. You hiding this from me? No, it's just it's just the one life I have. What about our mom? My mom? What about mom? You're not... You're, you're not... Are you having a breakdown? No, I'm his boy. We I, have to get this right. I didn't, so that they I didn't have you. I don't know you. You're not my son. All of this <laughs> arguing about children. This, <laughs> I had children once. As this argument is going Luke, on, okay. you're getting very close to the roadblock. Bodies all over the place. Look, breathe. Look at Steve. Look at Steve. Look at Steve. Look, look at he's Steve. licking himself. Oh, it's not funny. When I was younger, I could do that. You're two carts away from the roadblock. Everyone else, get under there. No, oh, you don't need to tell me twice. Hank rolls down his window. There is a half-orc guard wearing plate armor who stands at least seven feet tall. Hello, officer. Oh, hello, officer. Shut up. What? Be quiet, son. Uh, but I want to be a police be officer quiet. when I'm up. Now get in the back and oh. be quiet. Oh, okay. Papers. Uh, yeah, sure. Uh, Hank hands over the registration. You're on official business. I'm just returning it right now. What are you guys looking for? Finnick, there's not enough room for you. But uh, I'm on top of you. I'm not trying to get it's, Yes, you've I... got a couple inches on me, though, which is appreciated. But... Oh, oh, officer. Oh, officer. Oh, officer. Can I get an autograph? I, be quiet. I just want to... No, help. I said be quiet. Okay, Dad. I'm trying to talk to the policeman. Okay, Dad. Oh, that's my ear. You let your kid in there on the fish business. I, I was just wondering, uh, what, what are you looking for, officer? We're looking for official business. What does that mean? You don't need to know. Can I be official business? Ouch. Oh, God. We're looking for four people. A halfling, a human, a halfling or a gnome or a little guy. God damn and it. a demon. Oh, what's a halfling? I hate halflings. Halflings are so ugly. They are, aren't they? Oh, yeah. Puny but little twerps. Good for nothing. Um, I was just wondering, what did they do? Oh, no. They're wanted for murder, mutilation of corpses. So many little bodies. Theft. Trespassing. 
Capital murder of city guards. Finnick is petting the top of Fook's head with his foot, trying to calm him down. Murder of city workers on official business in the sewers. Okay, I'm going to point one thing out. I took on some hitchhikers. Oh, no. Uh, what? Oh, it's just me, Dad. Oh, don't, don't listen to him. That's not my son. Step out of the car. Stepping out. Hank steps out of the car. You too, kid. What? But I, I just want to be a police officer like you when I get older. Step out of the chariot. Oh, okay. The half-orc motions three other guards to come close. Pulls Hank off to the side. Where are they? I think I think it was just sitting in the back. As far as the last I left them, Phoenix starts a uh, a dance routine uh, with a song. Uh, I want to be a cop when I'm older. Cop when I'm older. Pop when I'm older. Are you gonna pop, shut pop, that pop, kid up? I just want to say that is not my son. That's just some guy who got in the. I think it was a halfling got in the back of my car. I love my dad. Why doesn't he love me? It's <laughs> not my son. <laughs> While this is going on, Fook uh, sends Steve off to an alternate dimension, and then. Uh, disappears into a silvery mist and appears on a rooftop. The half-orc guard captain motions to two of his guards to grab Finnick and the other guard to go to the back of the chariot. Fook, on a nearby rooftop, leans over the edge, looks down at the police, uh, and then yells over his shoulder, Finnick, Agata, it's the cops, let's run! And then runs away as if other people are on that rooftop with him. So the guard who is about to reach into the flatbed of the chariot turns and is now fixated on that rooftop. Uh, Agata, while Fook distracts the guards, Agata tries to stealthily sneak out of the back of the truck. As she does so, she trips over the metal pipes that Hank uses to repair the ley lines. And just about 12 or 13 big aluminum pipes roll out as loudly as possible. My pipes! And the guard who was distracted by Fook turns to see Agata moving out of the chariot. Uh Uh-oh. Agata starts running. And do those pipes create hazardous terrain, which will slow down the guard? We'll see. I might have been setting up a little pretful. (laughs) (laughs) She has run 30 feet in a random direction. And uh, Fook is on top of a building. And he's trying to run away. And Hank is standing beside the guard captain. And there are two guards on either side of you. And they have their arms up like they're going to grab you. So uh, Finnick yells loudly, Clickety-click, Finnick trick, pulls out the ever-smoking bottle, opens it so that they are blinded, as quickly pulls out his box of prophylactics and switches their uh, weapons for a string of prophylactics, and then uh, darts the other way when they cannot see him. So this magical smoke rapidly fills the immediate area. It encapsulates the two guards, the guard captain Hank Brody and the guard by the chariot. The guards that were around you were about to grab you, and they suddenly can't see. So they pull out their weapons, obviously. And as they do, one pulls out just a string of oversized condoms, and it sort of slaps the other guy in the face, who pulls out his own, and it is basically just, he just squeezes a lube bottle that was once the hilt of his sword. They are, needless to say, very confused and embarrassed. The two guards are flabbergasted. They are going to grope blindly through the smoke to try to find where you have gone. 
The guard captain is going to pull the battle axe off his back. Shout loudly, and with his half-orc rage, his orc side is coming out. He is angry. He has been embarrassed, and he is blinded. So he has not been able to hear where any of you have gone. So he moves in the direction of the loudest noise he heard, which was the aluminum tubes. (laughs) And as he moves towards the back of the utilitarian, he slips and falls head over heels onto his back. The tubes are now thrown into the guard who was standing behind, who then also slips and falls on the tubes. So we have two blinded guards and a guard captain and another guard lying prone on their backs. So are you saying three orcs fell blindly head over heels after a gata? Yeah. (laughs) Sure, that's what I'm saying. Finnick looks back as he's running and says, did I do that? (laughs) So he's still holding the flask, so he's leaving a trail of... (laughs) (laughs) I believe that this thing, if I recall correctly, it will smoke for a minute. Uh, So... If somebody gets out of the smoke, they will be able to follow you very easily by the trail of smoke. Hank looks around at all the police who are now completely ignoring him, calmly gets into his chariot, and calmly drives forward through the barricade. Without his pipes. He leaves his pipes. It's his last day. (laughs) (laughs) Scorched earth policy and employment. Do, 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 so can I just make, get you to make a... And he casually <laughs> exits the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Hank, you're able to drive just straight through this roadblock, through the smoke, and as the smoke clears, you can see Agata running away in her heavy armor clanking about. <laughs> there is a little gnome on a roof talking to no one who is trying to like create the idea that the people who are running around on the ground are beside him. Oh, yes, I will have sex with you. A puff of smoke is running off in another direction. (laughs) And behind you are just angry people screaming and yelling. Hank looks in his rearview mirror to see if anyone's actually watching anymore. No one can. You can just see. You just see smoke. You just hear hear anger coming from smoke. So Hank pulls over to where Agata is and opens the passenger side door. I mean, if the cops show up, I will give you up again, but get in if you want. You think I'm going to trust you now? You just turned me in. I don't know who you are. You, you were just the hitchhiker in my thing. Of course I'm going to like, get killed by three orcs. I didn't say you got to get killed by three orcs. I told you the city was up to something and we're trying to set, th- set it right. All right, fine then. Hank closes the door and drives away. <laughs> oh, man. All right, here's what, well, here's what will happen. You hear that half-orc guard captain bellow. It is so strong, it deafens out everything else. He yells, Get that gnome! Get that halfling! Get that cleric! And get me that unionized city worker! Hank opens his door again. I think I'm just in it now. (laughs) (laughs) I, I, I really don't appreciate that you guys got me involved in this, but I feel like I'm just in it. Finnick, uh... 
from the side just barrels in through one of the windows, still smoking with the bottle. <laughs> and Fook hurls himself off the roof, taking the falling damage, and lands on the top of the cart. Are you surfing on top of the cart now? Yes, yes I you am. I've got a looks at Finnick, looks at Fook, shrugs her shoulders. Might as well get in. So, yeah, as though this was a Cheech and Chong movie, a smoking, <laughs> a smoking chariot is now racing away from the scene of a city guard roadblock. Close the goddamn bottle. <laughs> Finnick uh, closes the bottle indignantly. Fuchs' blood drips in through the roof. I know how to use my own. Oh, gross. Oh, that's gross. Hank reaches up and pulls a lever that causes the sunroof to open, and Fook just falls in, splattering. Fook, are you okay? <laughs> I've been better. Uh, do you need some healing? Um, well, I can always lay hands on myself. Little much of a jump for a 380-year-old man. You're pretty spry. You're not a man. What? Was this another catchphrase? No, no, just like, uh, just like a human. Oh, yeah, yes, for gnome. gnome. Yeah, but there's no masculine and feminine for just, gnome. I know, just uh, just just own it. Okay. It's me, the foreshadowing gnome. If you're a gnome or dwarf or elf, you're a murder. Step on it. If you're a halfling or Hank such, you are Hank slaps the reins and takes off at full speed. How is he this far away from home? I'm impressed that he can run and keep up with the chariot. But grammar, but grammar. We've got a stalker. <laughs> Well, this guy can't go back to his work anymore. No, no, I don't think you can. Now you're with us, whether you like it or not. And whether we like it or not. Yes, that's true. It goes both ways, No loyalty. I'll just, I'll just leave out the chariot somewhere they'll find it. No, no, no. We could use this while we I'm not can. stealing. Yeah, are you sure that we should use a, a stolen city vehicle? Well, we can repaint it. I have the magic paints that can make it look like anything else. Oh, um, yes, we do. They, they got a low jack on this. They can trace it. A low jack? Well, we yeah. can get rid of the low jack. I can tinker that. It, no, it's, it's a spell. It's arcana. So can't we just unarcana it? No, I don't, I don't know how. If I could undo it, then it wouldn't really be that useful. Okay, guys. So how about we go to the areas that we want to go, then lose the, lose the chariot and go where we want to go. But first, we need to decide where we want to go. So are we going to see Coney? By the way, Coney is this guy that's building a death he'll, he'll robot that's trying to stop the city from doing the evil things that the city is doing. It's been trying to poison oh, okay, its citizens okay, okay. and first, things like that. I'm thing, just catching you up first here. First thing first, I need a drink. Oh, uh, well. There's a bar for that. Yeah, but I feel like there's another bar that we could go to. Let's but, go to the Penetrace. Mm, so... Back at the depot for the city's utilitariats where Hank Brody was expected on his final day, there are a group, uh, a mixed group of kobolds and humans all in the city coveralls are hiding in a darkened room. And there's a banner saying, goodbye, Hank. There's a, (laughs) there is a cake. There are gifts. His family is there. <laughs> and his foreman is standing with the little pouch of gold, which was his retirement package and pension payment. The name tag on the kobold foreman reads Cornelius Dragonkin the first. Wait, did we, ki- did we kill the first second? Yes. yes. You did, killed the did second. Did I kill the second? And the third. 
and the third. <laughs> Did I kill the second? You and killed the third? his child and grandchild. Is that? Oh. Yep. And Balgor carried his skull around as a toy. <laughs> no, as a companion. And the skull is still in a goddess bag. Yeah, you have his skull. You're still carrying around this poor man's child's skull. And a, a single tear rolls down his cheek as the hour grows later and later. So you're back in the chariot. Finnick has finally put the cat back on the ever-smoking bottle. You have left behind the din and chaos that you created at the roadblock. And you are driving through the back alleys of the market district. Agata tells Hank where the pennant race is so that he can ditch the chariot within a reasonable distance. Yeah, yeah. Hank ditches the chariot around a couple of blocks over, leaves a little note on it, hoping someone will find it. It's actually uh, a busy evening now that you're like dusk is starting to come up upon you and people are getting off work and going for a drink at the pennant race. You like this place. It's got good quality dog beds. And they've got good wing specials. I, I don't really see why dog beds would be useful f- for me. Oh, la dee da. I mean, I guess you have, you have a dog, right? Oh, oh, actually, that does make sense. It's, it's a dog. They sleep in dog beds. It's not, yeah, it's not a bed made of a dog. It's check a out ma- that genius over here. It's a, it's a bed made for a dog. Congratulations. Uh, what day are the wings on? I don't think that's every day, though. He's got a different special every day, I think. You see on the chalkboard that the special is chicken parm. See? Chicken parm. One warning, this place is haunted. That's that's not... Very short haunting, just like minutes. Uh, All right. So you walk into the bar, you see all the happy people. A small tear rolls down to Phoenix cheek. (laughs) (laughs) Too soon, too soon. (laughs) That was like two days ago. (laughs) You walk into the bar, you see the happy people. Uh, down at the end of the bar, there is Miff Maven and Gorm at the end of the bar, but suspiciously, Frazier is not there anymore. There's an empty chair at the end of the bar. Jom is wiping down one of his big pewter mugs, and from the stairs up to where the rooms are, you see Coney Wetbottom and four of the most impressive people you've ever seen. If you were to Describe them, it would the word you would use is impressive. If it was two words, it'd be very impressive. If it was three words, it'd be very, very impressive. And so on. Wow, who are those very, very impressive people? There is a dwarven woman in golden armor carrying a massive silver battle axe. A tall, slender, pale-skinned elf in green velvet robes with scarlet trim that appears to be shimmering. And she's leaning on a mahogany staff with a diamond at its top. There's a half-orcish woman in sort of billowing clothes with a leather vest and about a dozen dancing silken scarves about her neck. And there's two silver flutes slung crossways across her back. Lastly, an ancient-looking silver dragonborn wearing dark purple robes, a golden circlet inlaid with diamonds, wielding a seven-foot-tall staff made of ivory inlaid with emeralds, rubies, and sapphires, each one glowing with power. Ooh. Could, could, could you stop making that sound? Well, I'm sorry. It's I'm... really distracting. I'm trying to be impressed. The most suspicious thing about this is that Coney is smiling. He sort of claps one on the back, and they laugh. They seem to be parting, and he's actually hugging each one in turn. And as they walk down the stairs, he waves, and there's 
A little bit of a glint in his eye. I think I'd be very concerned. I've never seen that expression on Coney. Coney has teeth. Guys, are they the cool kids? Are we yes. the losers? Yes, we're the back of the bath kids. I, I don't want to join losers. Well, then go join them. Get I... your shiny emerald staff and go join them. Well, I should point out that I'm a hero, so I'm not really a loser. And the rest of you might be. Well, well, I, I just, you know, we just don't have riches and stuff that we... Well, what are you known for? Ca- catchphrases? Um, I've seen no evidence of that. While Fook and Finnick are continuing this catchphrase conversation, I got a smiles over at Jom. Hi, Jom. He beams at you and gives you a little wink. Were we going to talk to the other guy? Yes, well, we can talk to both. Hey, hey Jom, what happened to your brazier friend? Are you talking about Frazier? Yeah, sure. Oh, I don't know. Maybe today he's working late. Maybe he's gone off and sitting in a park reading a book. Who's to say? How's you doing? Just die. Oh, well, that's inappropriate. Hello, my name is Fook. Hey. Hey, little buddy. Here's a drawing of us together. We've met before. Oh. I don't want you to forget me, because I'm not going to forget you. All right, you inside my shield, my new shield. Looking fancy. Yes, Fook has actually taped a piece of paper to the front of the shield that shows uh, a kangaroo holding a, a, an ice cream cone. Yeah, that's, uh, a, that's a sigil. Uh, hi, uh, I'm Hank. Uh, how dangerous are these people who I'm now hanging out with? I would like to know, please. These guys are only dangerous to your heart. Uh, he's, this guy's very charming. I got a smiles at John. I like this guy. Yeah. Hey, I think uh, I think Coney was waiting for you guys. He's uh, he's with somebody right now, but he'd like to see you. As Phoenix walking away from him, he pulls out a, a condom and throws it at him. Says, "Go fuck yourself." <laughs> he doesn't. John picks it up, looks at it. What's this? That's for later. Ooh, kinky. Puts it in his breast pocket. Kinky to use a condom? He doesn't know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> Coney is still standing at the top of the stairs. Uh, his squad has sort of filed out. They're walking towards the door. And he's smiling. He sighs happily to himself. Then his eyes catch you. And you see his shoulders just drop about an inch. Hey, Coney. Nice to see you, too. That smile is gone. What's with the shoulders, bud? Have you brought me what I asked for? Fook gives a thumbs up as he sips out of the dog bowl. Come with me. Wait, shouldn't we meet these other people? The A squad. The what squad? Oh, those are my A squad. Oh, what letter are we? Sometimes it's better not to know. Yes, do you really want to know? Yep. Yes, yes, I really do. I don't. You're somewhere in the plural Qs. Well, can I be graded independently? Let's just go upstairs and conduct our business. John, could you send up a couple drinks? You betcha, honey. I'll give you something special. Can't wait. You see him start to mix up a little cocktail. He's got his muddling stick. Bit of mint. It's season. And you guys go upstairs into Coney's suite. And so are, we, are we cashing in a job or are we getting a new job? Or is it both? A little bit of A, little bit of B. Just keep your eye on his finger. A little bit of plural Q. I don't understand anything is happening. <laughs> Look, as long as I can give you a hint, you don't want to piss him off. Why, I, why would I do that? I'm a nice person. He's, he seems fine. I don't know. You may not want to turn him into some guards and get them attacked. So you're saying he's a criminal? 
No, I'm just saying you don't want to piss him off. Well, I wouldn't turn him into the gods unless he was a criminal, so why would that happen? Tony is standing at the door to his suite, watching your conversation. Wait, why are you so focused on the law instead of the greater good? I, I mean, I'm just, I, I, I just know that I'm supposed to follow the law. Uh, but, hey, don't do that. What? Don't don't try to make fun. Yes, of me. that's low. That's well, no. He was he was because he he was trying he was having a hard time coming up with an idea because uh, it was because it's bullshit. It's like you don't talk it, funny. You bullshit. talk funny too. Yes, you made fun of his disability. Yeah. I mean, that's not cool. It's I not a disability. A little bit of a speech impediment. Yes, oh, it wasn't the speech impediment that I, I was have... making. No, I was. Ma- Seems like it was. No. Well, what if we made fun of the way your hair does that thing? It's pretty weird. Hey, don't talk about my hair. Oh, this is gonna be fun. Which one of you killed the demon? What? Which demon? Oh, that was me. Oh, that was me. Oh, so you killed Maldar. Maldar? Oh. Is, oh. Maldar's oh. not a demon. According to my shield, he's a very nice guy, blonde, very tall, uh, worked no. with church Folk earmuffs. people, earmuffs. and uh, a nurse at a very nice hospital. He Come was, in. He was very... Folk earmuffs. Well, earmuffs. I have. Earmuffs. Maldar was an upstanding member of society. No, okay, he okay. wasn't. But we want him to believe that because Wait. of the whole memory thing. That Wait, was he wasn't? Wrong. Fook. I mean, yes, earmuffs. he was. Oh, okay. Fook plugs his ears. Uh, that was um, that Pobis fella, or the one that was impersonating him. The uh, that guy. Why can't Fook hear this? What? Uh, what? Um, about? He he knows. Oh, Mal- the demon. The demon. He knows Maldar is dead. Maldar the demon, because Maldar was the demon. That's who we're talking about. Because he doesn't know that he was a demon. Could we move this along, please? Yeah, sure. Uh, so yeah. Excuse was- the mess. I was having a party. But I killed Pobus. That's what I was saying. Do I get something extra? Oh, I found a new pair of underwear over here. Uh, just to be it clear, was... so, so you're a murderer? Uh, Vinnick well, is a murderer? Uh, no, I'm an Avenger. To be fair, Pobus was a man who was trying to start a war and was killing thousands and thousands of people, so it was really a bit more of vigilante justice rather than straight-out murder, if that helps you out. Yeah, and he killed another murderer uh, who we liked slightly more than him. Oh, Okay. Hank takes out a little notepad from his overalls and writes down, Finnick is a murderer, and slides it back. Just want to make sure I understand what's happened. Wait, wait. We're not going to start this with Finnick. (laughs) (laughs) No, 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 no. Okay. (laughs) How does it feel? You know, it always has to be the bottom of the table. Oh, right now, definitely it is Frank. Frank? It's Frank. (laughs) I'm going to call you Frank from now on, okay? Uh, Fook? I got emotions ears. Oh, waxy. No, I, you can take out your ear muff. Thing. Yeah, yeah, yes, I just didn't. Look, my fingers are all orange. Mr. Brody. Wait, uh, h- how do you know Fank? Who's Fank? Oh, uh, I was referring Fank, to the name tag on his coveralls. Mr. Brody, if you are going to join this little operation, there is one thing you must know. It is necessary. Uh, do tell. Well, I feel we've covered it previously, and so I don't really want to go... Oh, through it again. Could, could you just give me like a pamphlet, well, maybe? Uh, yeah, I'm wondering what you're referring to. Well. Yeah, yeah, all right, all right. We are, we're, the city's evil. Yes, oh, we've got paperwork here saying that they were making the gnomes fight the wizards. Oh, you have documentation. Can I, yes. Can I, can I look that over maybe just they, a bit? they were also poisoning the water system. Wait, you mean like when they had the kidney running for the sewage system? You did that? 
Well, I mean, I was maintaining the lines around you it. You were poisoning people with the kidney? No, no, I just, uh, the wall was coming out way cleaner on, on the out, outtake and than the intake. And poisoned. I didn't notice that. Yes, well, it's you. So you're you're blaming us and turning you, us in for you bad. Get, are you the reason you the Sector 7 has a been bitch. a complete mess? You're the one who's been poisoning thousands of people in Tudor? No, Mr. I just Brody. Re- I repair the pipes. The item you were using to clean the water put a mind control element into it, which perverted the minds of the city. Well, a lot of them were rather perverted to begin with, but still. We're not talking about you right now, folk. Though these people did so in perhaps the sloppiest way possible, they set free the minds of the people. Okay, I I didn't know about any of that. I mean, I I barely even read the paper. So perhaps you should shut your mouth. Okay. Finnick pulls out a notebook and uh, writes down... Uh, Fank is a mind control person and puts it back into his pants. Unlike Finnick and Hank, Agata can remember things. I wish none of you would ever speak. (laughs) (laughs) Do you have the heart? To do what? Can I speak to someone? (laughs) Can I speak to someone else? Folk, can you uh, give him the heart? You've put me in an awkward situation because I've still not decided if I want to support building this robot. Well, I think we've, uh, I think that ship has sailed, so to speak. Yeah. Can I use your washroom? Fook goes into the washroom. No, my soaps! He uh, locks the door behind him. He's, he's putting the hearth in the bag of pooping. So, Coney has a very, very nice washroom. There are marble countertops. Uh, there's a ewer full of slightly warmer than lukewarm water. He has a fine pearl-handled razor and unique in the world, a flush toilet. The, the thing talked about in hushed tones that would one day destroy the bag of pooping. Ugh, what a waste of water. Fook takes out the heart and is going to look at it with a tinkerer's eye and see if he can find an easy way to disable it. Fook is aware that it's some sort of pump he blows on it. A he, little bit of dust comes off it. He taps it with a couple of his tools. It, it tings slightly. He holds it up to his ear. It does not speak to him. <laughs> he stuffs one of the ventricles full of earwax. It's not currently being used, so that's just going to sit there. And then he goes back confident that he is disabled to the heart. <laughs> you didn't flush. Well, I used a bag. Not one of your newfangled contraptions. Please tell me you took the heart out first. Well, the order's not that important. Wait, there's a flush toilet in there? How do you know what a flush toilet is? Finnick runs into the bathroom and locks himself in. He's going to be in there for at least ten minutes. Flush. Finnick is just flushing ball bearings down the toilet. What? (laughs) One by one. What Flush. I have a bunch of ball bearings. When someone's chasing you, you can throw them out and they trip. Why are you flushing them down the toilet? To see where they go. Like a cat. <laughs> 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 All right. Uh, Coney is going to walk over to an array of switches on the wall, flick one of them, and a ball bearing hits Finnick right on the head. Finnick falls into the toilet as it is flushing. So he goes through a series of tubes <laughs> <laughs> and is deposited headfirst onto the floor. Guys. You would never believe where I just was. 
I don't think I want to know where well, you just we know went. where you ended up, which makes me really glad that I didn't use that toilet. Yeah, why does your poo just what? fall out in the middle of the what floor? What kind of party trick is that? Coney walks over, locks the door to his bathroom. Enough! Give me the heart. You have this perfectly functioning heart. <laughs> I'd be suspicious of you if I respected you. Well, you tried to come on to me last time I saw you, I think. You had your chance. You missed that moment. The window was closed. I didn't want that moment. Oh, you bitch. Coney takes the heart, inspects it, grimaces a little when he looks into one of the ventricles. Perfectly functional. (laughs) What'd you do? I I stuffed it full of wax. Pulls out a Q-tip. Oh, damn it. Sort of jabs it in a little. You're just going to push it in further. And then... Phrasing. Throws... (laughs) Throws the Q-tip out the window and puts the heart into an ornate carved box. Closes the clasp and locks it. Right, thank you. I'll see you later. Uh, what about the um, the cool things that we get? Are we getting things? Uh, we usually get cool things. Oh, cool. I don't know about you. You might get the one that was for the demon. And we usually get new missions. Yeah, what's, uh, what's happening? Maybe if you hadn't broken his toilet... I didn't break it. It still works. I ended up here. You've got that nice shield now. You can share that. Why don't you all share that? I, I can take a look at your toilet if you want. You stay out of there. I'm certified, I swear. Is it? Is this like the uh, the whole snake thing where you didn't like that I... Question. What are, what are you certified in exactly? I'm a specialist in utilities. Uh-huh. Well, I'm certified with my W6. What's that? You keep saying W6, but what is W6? He's a poop wizard. I'm, 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 we, don't, oh. we, we, don't, we prefer the term utility wizard. He works with poop. I, there's a lot of poop involved. So you're, a, you're a sewage poop. wizard. I'm, Finally, we have a wizard on the team. I'm a wizard. But yeah. he specializes in poop, so there exactly. goes your bag of pooping. Well, I would not call him a wizard. I, I'm very good at my wizarding. You're poop wizarding. It's, it's still wizarding. Use the prefix. I will not. Uh, is this is this like that uh, the whole snake thing when the when the snake gave us gave me a thing and you didn't because you hated the snake? Did we get something from someone that you hate? And now you're bringing up pet name Jack. You just I, I you just, think I'm made of wondrous items. I just think we put our put ourselves in a lot of danger for your heart, and it'd be nice to get something in return other than um, I don't know attitude and the taking away of toilets. Yes, we're going to unionize. Do you know who put themselves in danger? We did. Karmaluk the druid climbed a mountain to a floating cloud giant city, infiltrated the kingdom, put himself on the line. Well, then why don't he get you your heart? Yes, we don't know this, Marmaduke. Yeah, and uh, druids love mountains. Don't see any danger there. All right, fine, I'll pay you. What's the smallest large amount of money? The smallest large amount of money? Yes. Is the large what amount of money? What will make you go away? One million gold. There's, there's only one, so it's pretty small. I mean, I was expecting a severance of about 10 gold for my last day of work. Oh, I, that sounds great. I can't go to work. But, but, but that, that, that's him, not the rest of us. Yeah, and he that's, that's was not very involved new. in the heart thing. That's we true. were involved in the heart Yes, thing. he just tried to turn us in. Well, he I did. Got, yeah, that's true. I can't argue with that. But to be fair, he'll never see his child again, so it balances out. To be fair, he almost turned us in, and then your whole quest would have been, you know, shot to hell, because then the city would have the heart. 
Well, that would be a bump in my plans. Yes, it would be. I wouldn't quite say you're A-squad level important, though. Well, why don't we take the heart to someone who thinks we are A-squad level? What do you guys think? Well, we, I, I think you should have said that before, before you gave, we gave it to the heart. Them. Yeah. yeah, we gave it to him. Yes, I, I think you also should not have said that in my presence. Yes, he still has a finger. You guys aren't very good at negotiating, eh? You guys should unionize. Those guys are great. Hey, okay, so uh, so let's... Okay, so hit 10 gold for him. Fantastic. Yeah, that's all he needs. That's all that he lost by coming with us. Um, and his child. I'll, I'm good enough. Uh, so uh, what... You're not my son. I, <laughs> Stop pretending to be my son. You will accept me one day. No. You will accept me one day. You're not mine. I got a son. He's great. Okay. Uh, Who was he like? about that for a catchphrase? You will accept me one day. He'll keep saying it because you never will, will you? Burn. Count it. This is a hostile work environment. How did, how did you know about the catchphrases? Everyone's stalking us. Are you that gnome? Yes, are you the gnome running behind our cart? What? No. Okay. Come on, you got some magical stuff for us. You're going to give us something. Let's just cut through the chase. We're putting ourselves out. You're sending us on missions. If this will make you leave, take it. He reaches into a... Like a big urn that he's got there. You thought it was just decorative cauldron, but it's got a lid. And he's rumbling in, and you hear the jingle of coins. He pulls out a bag that is very large, marked Petty Cash. Puts that to the side. Pulls out a smaller bag, marked Sucker Cash. And throws it at Agata. Agata catches it. I might suggest some different labeling. Might I suggest earning something better? You haven't done anything for me. Fair point. Uh, while he is talking to Fank, um, Finnick uh, reaches uh, towards the bag, uh, the bigger bag, and takes some gold. As Finnick reaches into the bag, a dye pack bursts in his face, covering him in green ink. I told you I was petty. Uh, you are. Yes, that was that was the that was the bait bag. Uh, Agata nods at Coney, ignoring this exchange with Finnick. Thanks and puts away the bag. Split it with you guys later. I don't have anything for you at the moment. I will call you when I do. In the meantime, the annoying one has a letter downstairs. I'll let you decide between yourselves who I'm referring to. That really could be anyone. It really could. (laughs) (laughs) Finnick, uh, head down and full of green, uh, sulks out of the room. I, I can help you with that. Hank follows, casting Prestidigitate to clean up the die. Agata opens her bag and counts her team's acquisitions. There, you feel that there's probably, and as you sort of realize it, that everything inside is gold, and that there's no silver, there's no copper, and that there's a lot more than you would have expected. There's about 10,000 gold pieces. Well, that turned out better than I thought. You get down to the bar, it's bustling, there's even more people, it's the dinner rush. But John catches your eye. You guys, come on over here, I've got something for you. Is it for all of us, or just maybe one of us? Well, I got, I've got something for you, it's a special little drink I mixed up for you. Thank you. He passes over a pineapple with an umbrella sticking out, and there's different fruits in it, and it is quite the cocktail. Do not drink that. Agata drinks it. <laughs> It is delicious. It's sweet, but not in the kind of way that you think you're going to get a hangover from. How do you trust this guy so easily? All right. Finnick, I got something for you, too. Oh, yeah? I got something for you, too. Finnick just 
pulls out a middle finger <laughs> from his pocket. Well, like, oh, well, that's all you need to hold this letter. <laughs> uh, Jom places the letter in his like middle finger. <laughs> yeah, it sort of yeah. slots it in. Yeah, slots it in there. And Finnick reads it. The letter reads, Dear Finnick, it has been many years since last we saw one another, even longer since last we spoke. I hope you have found your fame and fortune in the land of the ceiling polishers. The caravan is as happy and prosperous as she always was, which is to say she isn't. And yet we travel the world seeing all the wonders it has to offer and eating food to make the tongue weep. Everything you hate, I know. Your sister Delia has been married off to Mayall of the Bluesbreaker caravan, and happily so. Your little brother, good son, has gotten quite big, relatively speaking, and your wife has never been happier. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Pardon? You're married? Sorry, we've been reading over your shoulder the entire time. I know I shouldn't expect a reply, so I suppose I'll just have to find you. Love, da. P.S. Turn around. Finnick turns around. There is a green-suited, green-hatted, holding a small little gnarled wooden cane, halfling, with a big bushy beard, who looks exactly like an older Finnick. Oh, Finnick, me boy! Come and give me a hug! Da! This has been Caverns and Comedians, Dungeons and Dragons powered storytelling with Toronto Comedians. Starring Oliver Giorgio as Finnick the Rogue, Joanna Houghton as Agatha the Cleric, Scott Thrower as Fook the Paladin, Maddox Campbell as Hank the Wizard, and Kyle Scott as the Dungeon Master. Audio recording by Andrea Miller, theme by Derek Baldwin, edited by Maddox Campbell, created by Kyle Scott and Maddox Campbell. Opening and credits read by Ralph McLeod. Caverns and Comedians is a Kicks and Giggles production. More information can be found at kicksandgigglesentertainment.com slash cavernsandcomedians or on iTunes. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please like, share, and review it. Your support will help us make more episodes. Thanks for listening. <laughs>